Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary Jane Day. Blog Talk Radio. up this morning looking for my shoes look behind the trunk found the hesitation blues lordy tell me how long lordy tell me how long will i have to wait will i have to wait can i get you now can i get you now must i hesitate Blues overtake me, rock away from here Lordy, tell me how long Lordy, tell me how long Will I have to wait? Will I have to wait? Can I get you now? Can I get you now? Must I hesitate? Curtis. Hey, lucky mother. 
Yeah. So we're yeah, really and Jason Hignite has also been a very good staple here on Francie and Friends. He has helped us out a lot during our shows. He's uh helped co host. He's he's gotten us great guests too. He's gotten us people like Elvira. I mean, just uh, numbers of people. And he was there when Rowdy Roddy Piper first stood us up for the first time. Um, we are broadcasting live outside tonight because here in Antelope, California, it is a beautiful night. And we are also doing Facebook Live. So everybody say hi on Facebook. Hi. Yay. Hi, everybody. Hi on Facebook. Hi on Facebook. <laughs> hi on Facebook. We're getting high on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, speaking of high, uh, how suiting is that that we got Willie Nelson for the opening song, Hesitation Blues, considering that today is 420 Eve. And you know what 420 means? Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> yep, yep. So uh, here we go. Um, I, I read this meme today. It said, today is 420 Eve. Please leave out Cheetos and milk for uh, Willie Nelson. Tonight. <laughs> so I thought that was great. All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, next week, thank goodness he was a good sport. You guys were good sports too. I got sick last night. I mean, last last week, couldn't do the show. Uh, Minty, comedic arts, uh, Jason Bishop. He was supposed to. Mark Bishop. Oh, he's gonna kill me. Sorry, Mark. Oops. <laughs> Mark Bishop was supposed to be our guest last week, and I had to reschedule him because I just couldn't do the show. I was in bed mainly the whole day. And uh, I, I messaged him, and he said, that's fine. You know, I'm, I'm trying to unpack my house anyways, so that will work out better for me also. So next week, Minty, Comedic Arts, Mark Bishop will be live very famous YouTuber, so we're really excited to have him on. Uh, Nick, announcement. Well, I've got a few announcements. Of course, this is spring, so uh, cool. this is usually when we put out uh, at Black Betsy Books most of our titles. And uh, I've been working really hard on getting the next three titles out that should be coming out very soon, probably all three by next weekend, fingers crossed. Uh, Rochelle Dillon's the Stain, and Jason Gaylord's Sacrificial Sons, and especially Tom Sawyer's Twilight Zone um, uh, anthology. So that's a collection. That's going to be really great. And uh, coming up, we've got a lot of great surprises and everything. And as usual, go to blackbedsheetbooks.com for information about all things Black Bed Sheet Books. And on Facebook, uh, not only like our page, but join our group. We are getting more and more. We just uh, shot over a thousand members uh, this past week, so yay oh, cool. for us! And also, we've got a group going on on Facebook called Horror Nation, uh, which uh, which is really fantastic. All things horror. So, folks, uh, uh, go to social media when you can and check us out. Um, uh, that's it for now, Francie. Okay. 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 Hold on. I'm trying to get back to the face. <laughs> Wow, I let him put the phone right in my face. Yes. Okay. Okay. There's a phone in your face. 
Hey, Laura Skelton, she's watching on Facebook. Hey, Tom Sawyer, you're watching on Facebook, and you're listening here on Francie and Friends. Okay, so check it out. Here we go. Jason! What is going on, Francie? Hello, Jason. Man, it's been such a long time. It has been a very long time, young lady. It has I know, been a long time. I, I always, it's crazy. And I back. always I always watch you on Facebook and you're always so busy. Like you're constantly on the move. When do you breathe? Breathing uh well, I learned to breathe through my ears, which uh really helps in a lot of situations. <laughs> but we won't touch that. Um Okay. Yeah, I, you know, if I don't stay busy, I go crazy. So, I just prefer being busy. Yeah. Yeah. It keeps and you I out of trouble. It, and I love I it. Mean, well, you know, I, I I seem to find trouble anyway, and you know, trouble is kind of fun. I can't lie to you. Um. So yeah, and always doing that horror thing. Well, actually, lots of horror things at once is normal in my life. So, there you go, and lots of new stuff. Since we last talked, lots of new stuff. Well, give cool. us an example. Well, um, I am now writing for Rue Morgue magazine. Um, I uh, made, uh, since I moved to Florida, it just got a little difficult because Whorehound is a very Midwestern-based uh, you know, magazine and such. And uh, so when I got down to Florida, uh, I just uh, started making new connections and uh, – I've uh, connected with uh, Michael Gingold, who uh, was formerly with Fango and is now uh, one of the uh, uh, kind of managing uh, kind of well managers for Rumorg. He runs their online presence, and he got me involved with Rumorg. And uh, and I get to make some announcements here. We're uh, bringing a brand new horror convention uh, to Miami, Florida. Miami, Florida is currently unrepresented. In the horror convention world, um, what? so Halloween, yeah. yeah, there there are no horror conventions in Miami until finally now. Um, uh, Sinister Nights, Halloween weekend, we're going to be at the Hyatt Regency, Miami, and uh, as part of that, also uh, the since it's called since it's called since it's called Sinister Nights, we are also uh, hosting the Sin Film Fest, uh, which is going to be a, literally a block away from the Hyatt Regency is the uh, Silver Spot Cinema. Um, we got a beautiful screening room in there, and as usual, bringing in uh, amazing independent horror films from around the world. And uh, yeah, so lots going on. Lots going on. Now, oh, that's cool. Now I, now I do have a uh, question for you about that. I saw they also have the uh, the Seven Deadly Sins uh, Quarantine. Uh, Short film contest. Uh, now that is that, 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 that is going on, yeah that's going on right now. Uh, the the quarantine online short film competition. Um, in fact, the deadline for that is uh, in about ten days. Uh, we we set this for the month of April, um, and we have got we got a lot of people involved with this. In fact, Rumorg uh, is involved with this. We have celebrity guest judges. That include, okay, you ready? <clears throat> Celebrity guest judges include Kane Hodder, Michael oh. Gingold, Gigi Saul Guerrero, Michael Behrman, Ken Foray, oh. Ellie Church, Graham Humphreys, oh Adam McDonald, Linnea Quigley, Venezio Natale, Josh Mailerman, Felissa Rose, 
Gary Sherman, Kevin Tinney, Adam Marcus, and Debbie Rashawn. That's our list of uh, celebrity judges for this thing. And uh, you can, if you go to SinisterNights.com and you just sort of scroll down, you'll see the quarantine label. You click on that, and uh, it'll take you to all the, uh, the pertinent information. But basically what we're wanting to do is to get people while we're quarantined, and we're obviously calling out the filmmakers. We're kind of calling out to anybody. You're sitting around the house. You're bored. We've all got phones that have great cameras on them now. So we're asking people to shoot uh, a short film. And there are really very few parameters. It kind of does have to fit within the general horror genre. Um, we take live action, stop animation, um, CGI, whatever you put together. Um, it, it must include some kind of reference to our, our current situation. And it needs to include some kind of a reference to one of the seven deadly sins. And that kind of plays into the fact that this is part of the Sin Film Fest. Um, can't be any longer than seven minutes. You just... Shoot your film, edit it, load it to YouTube or Vimeo, and then you go to the uh, online, this is SinisterNights.com. You just scroll down, click, uh, click quarantine, fill out the form, put the link, and then you're in. You're in the film fest. And right now we've got about 30 submissions right now. And uh, as we're getting closer to the end of the month, they're just pouring in. Um, so we're pretty excited about that. I want to take this kind of crazy time they're all going through right now and just kind of create some art. Get some people to get creative. Um, um, we're asking people to, to shoot these things in your home as much as possible. Use your mom, your grandma, your little brother, your dog, your goldfish, whatever you got around, and uh, <laughs> shoot some kind of crazy film. And uh, the the more DIY, the better. And we are, we, we're getting films actually from around the world. Uh, it's pretty exciting. Pretty exciting right now. Excellent. Hi. And we're going to be not to mention. Probably do yeah. sloth. What's yeah, that? and then, oh, of course, like, not, not to mention, it's definitely uh, cures boredom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, create art, man. Create art. Yeah. And right now is a very inspiring time to uh, create horror specifically, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, once we get all the submissions, we, the, uh, you know, the horror panel, and those of us who are on the Sin Film Festival Selection Committee, we're going to take a look at all these films. We're going to run it down to about the top – 10 or 15-ish films. Then we're going to post those online, and then we're going to, we're going to do an audience, uh, audience, uh, audience selection award. Then we're going to do a best overall award, and then we're going to do an award for the most clever reference to our, our current kind of global condition. So there are going to be three winners, and those three winners, uh, we're going to screen them at the Sin Film Festival, and they're also going to play on Rue Morgue TV. And I also have to mention that that Slasher, the Slasher app, is also uh, one of our uh, partners in this as well. And if you guys don't have the Slasher app, you've got to get this on your phone. It's like Instagram for horror fiends. Um, it's fantastic. Nice. Oh. Well, so, yeah, right lots the and lots going on. Yeah, right, right, right on the bay, you already have with uh, Instagram and horror, so I'm, I'm game. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jason, and then where and when is the Sin the... Festival at? I'm sorry? Where and when is the Sin Film Festival at? The, you know, the Sin so Film Festival know, is also going to be Halloween weekend uh, in conjunction with Sinister Nights. Um, so and Sinister Nights is taking place at the Hyatt Regency, Miami. And then okay. uh, the Sin Film Fest is taking place at the Silver Spot Cinema, which is literally a block. Well, it's actually, actually, I think it's technically half a block from the Hyatt Regency, Miami, so it's just a short walk right down one road. 
Um, so yep. people coming to Sinister Nights can just hop out and walk down, catch some films. Um, and because we're classy dudes, uh, the screening room we have has got a bar in it. So, ah, and there they actually, you go. They actually <laughs> well, you can't the, go along there. Actually place, you actually place the order from your seat, and they bring you your drink to your seat. Oh, that's we're cool. classy wow. dudes. Yeah. Oh, that's, wow. that's, that's, that's styling. That's so, 100% and we're really, catering we're, right there. And with Sinister Nights, we're really aiming for something different. I mean, I mean, you know, any of your listeners who are who are really into horror, you know, have probably been to a horror convention or two, or maybe they've been to ten or twenty or thirty of them. And uh, we've really noticed over the years that a lot of horror conventions are starting to look kind of the same. You know, you've got a great vendor hall with a lot of cool stuff to buy, and you've got some some celebrities that something you probably want to get your picture with or get an autograph, and that's totally cool. But we, we kind of noticed that, you know, once you go through the vendor hall and kind of get your autographs that you want to get, there's nothing much else to do. Maybe, maybe some panels. Yeah, you, know, you the just panels make another nice. round. I, yeah, you, you make I, the rounds. I, I but well, Sinister, well, I tell you, with Sinister Nights, we're going to have all that. We're going to have the great vendor hall. We're going to have the celebrities. But we're, we're going we're gonna to create what we hope to be more of an interactive horror experience. Um, we're, we're hosting, in fact, one of the things where we're hosting the uh, – uh, Scream Queen Olympics, uh, hosted by Linnea Quigley. Oh, nice. And we're gonna have uh, Ooh, we're gonna cool. have uh, we're gonna have Scream Queens, and they do not have to be female. We're, we're in Miami, so we're probably gonna get some uh, some some pretty uh, attractive uh, gender bending going on here, and I really hope we do. But there are gonna be a drag a dead body in a competition, and you have to do the drag the dead body in high heels, so like drag your boyfriend out of the house kind of thing. Um, so oh, we nice. have some different options, and then obviously. And then obviously there's got to be the scream, you know. So we are going to have a decimeter to to measure to measure how loud the scream is. Um, so uh, so we're going to be having the Scream Queen Olympics. We're going to be having our version of, and I I can't really use this um, because of trademark uh, issues, but something that looks a little bit like remember the old game show Ten Thousand Dollar Pyramid? Can you remember that show um, where you yeah, have a celebrity? Yeah. Uh, with a contestant, and they're kind of playing charades a little bit to get them to guess the words. Well, we're going to be doing that as well. Um, but our, our celebrity hey. contestants are going to be Kane Hodder and Michael Behrman. So uh, people will get to um, to uh, bid on an auction to be to become one of the contestants, and they'll either be playing with either Michael Behrman or or Kane Hodder. And I can't wait to see Kane Hodder trying to pantomime to a contestant to get them to guess to guess <laughs> words. You know, so it, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have some. Uh, some VR helmets where people can, and for free, just jump on the VR and then have some fun in there. We're gonna, there's going to be a lot going on. And, in fact, since we're, we're on Halloween weekend, and Halloween night is a Saturday night, and there's a few places better to be uh, on a weekend in, in, uh, in October than Miami, Florida. It's still beautiful down here. The sun is still shining. It's still warm. So come on down. Uh, Halloween weekend and Halloween night, we're going to be throwing the party to be at in Miami. Uh, we're throwing an, an 80s monster prom for, for Halloween yeah, night. I've seen that. So, oh, that's classic. Yeah, yeah so uh, everything from, from Michael Jackson's thriller to, uh, uh, you know, across the board, I'm hoping to see uh, – I'm, ho- I'm not going to, to quit beating on this until I see it. I'm, it's 80s monster prom. I need to see a werewolf with a mullet in a bad tuxedo. <laughs> Um, All right. I'm sure we can find somebody. <laughs> I hope so. And we're gonna be taking we're gonna be taking bad prom photos. We've already got the the, the balloon arch designed, and we're gonna be taking Polaroids, actual 
Polaroids. There's still a company out there that makes Polaroid film. So what? we're going to be taking Polaroids. That's crazy. Uh, Polaroid prom pictures under the balloon arch and uh, 80s music all night. Um, so, and that's, again, that's Halloween night and Sinister Nights. We're, 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 we're really planning the, the place to be uh, for horror fans for Halloween weekend. So, uh, yeah, fun stuff. You, you go to SinisterNights.com, it's all right there. Everything is right there. Nice. And we've got a lot more. Yeah, I, I was looking at more. the uh, website a lot today. We've got a lot I more celebrities to announce. You. You're, stalk, you're always stalking me, Francie. I always stalk I can, you. Actually, I can, I can feel you. <laughs> yeah. I feel your eyes. Now, Francie, if you, if you still have his voodoo doll, be sure to scratch the back of his head for him, too, every once in a while. you got to oh. be nice to oh, the guy. Thanks. Oh, that feels so good, yeah. <laughs> now, I will say we do have... We do have a lot more celebrities to announce, but because of everything that's going on, the uh, you know these these the Mike, uh, Kane Hunter, Linnea Quigley, Michael Behrman, these those are the people that we kind of signed on before all the craziness fell upon us, you know. So we have we have several more celebrities to announce. We're in negotiations right now, but a lot of people have a lot more important things kind of in their life right now than negotiating with a, a, a horror convention on, on a contract. So we're, we, we, we've got some people on deck, and we're, we're kind of hit pause on that. But here pretty soon we're ramping that back up, so you'll be seeing a lot more names, you know, down the road on that. But, uh, yeah, so we're bringing the horror awesome. to Miami. And there, there, there's a huge horror community in South Florida, but there's really nothing that unites the horror nope. community yeah, in I South Florida. Yeah, I was really shocked to hear that, that there was no yeah. conventions around in Miami that mm-hmm. dealt with horror because – I mean, it's a no. it's a big city. Well, yeah, very. I don't know. You know, that, that's one of the reasons why. When I as soon as I saw it on the uh, site, I little I started jumping for joy. I'm like, oh my god, like oh my god, it's about damn time. Yes, finally. <laughs> well, you know, my, Miami is the seventh the seventh largest metropolitan area in the country, and uh, it 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 plays host to some of the larger like pop cons and comic cons. Um, mm-hmm. So it does really well in those, but there is nothing for horror until now. So we're hoping to unite that horror community. In fact, we're kind of, kind of one of our monikers is to, to build the South Florida horror tribe. Um, so that's, uh, that's kind of our point. But then obviously anybody who wants to come in from across the country and spend a beautiful Halloween weekend in Miami, Florida, please come on down and hang out with us crazy horror folks in South Florida. <laughs> Yeah, and you couldn't have better guests than King Hodder, Linnea Quigley, and Michael Berryman. They're they're great. I've seen them at shows up here in Michigan, and they're they're just they're fun. They're they're a great guests for a convention. Oh, and not so yeah, they, they are. We yeah. spent uh, the last convention with here in Sacramento. Linnea Quigley was here. She is such a sweetheart. Mm, fun mm-hmm. lady, yeah. and you know, and, and yeah. of course, not and, and she has the other Nick ratted me out there. Yep. She's he was like, uh, she's never seen Night of the Living Dead, and she looked at me. She goes, "What? What?" <laughs> I said, "But I know who Boston. you are." She's like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> she was like, "Really?" She well, she was trying to make me feel bad, but she was really playful with the whole situation. Now she's she's just an amazing person. Just actually, all three she, of them, really Martin Hodder and Michael yeah. Berman, and Linnea, we, yeah, we're we're very very happy and proud to be. Uh, 
uh, highlighting those as our first three selections. And we got we got some of the names we're really excited to to bring to you next as soon as we get all the all the I's dotted and T's crossed and the dry on the contracts. So we'll uh, we'll be announcing some more names soon. So a lot coming down the pike. Yeah. Yeah. And you know my that, years my, cool. my, my my years with uh, with Horrorhound um, are very cherished. And uh, I'm looking forward to bringing all my experience there uh, down here to South to, to an area of the country that is un, that is not represented uh, for horror fans. So yes, yeah. completely untapped. Yes. Well, yes, good. we need to we need Tap to unite that crazy man. Yeah. And and who knows? Maybe maybe someday I'll get a chance to uh, uh, play play bodyguard for another uh, horror icon. But yes, the weekend I spent with Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, was was a fantastic. In fact, have you seen? Okay, it was. I think it was the 25th uh, anniversary release of Halloween. They had a, a, they had a double disc, and, and one of the discs was there was a documentary called The Night She Came Home, and it was all about Jimmy Lee Curtis doing her one and only horror convention appearance at Horrorhound. And uh, for some reason, the camera is all over me. I'm all over this documentary through this thing. Oh, wow. Me as soon as I came out, <laughs> man, you're in this documentary. And it took me like uh, two months to get my hands on it so I could finally see it. And, uh, yeah, for whatever reason, I just well, – my, my big fat head was right there in front of Jamie Lee a lot of the time. So there you go. Wow. Well, hopefully they got your yeah, good I, side. I remember you know, we on, did on a live show. <laughs> we did a live show mm-hmm. at the convention, and your your wife – Posted it. She was like mm-hmm. running everywhere, and uh, mm-hmm. she got us into the room. And she's like, "Oh, there's Jason. Hi, Jason." <laughs> but <laughs> the line—what was it? The line was out the room, down the hallway, through the lobby, oh. outside the front of the building, across onto the side of the building, just waiting to you, get her autograph. Jamie Lee Curtis was a machine. Um, she signed. We, we kept the vending hall open hours past when it was supposed to close because Jamie Lee was not going to leave while there were still people in line. Um, wow. In fact, her, uh, her, her, all the money she raised was for the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. Um, she didn't keep any of it herself. And she was hoping to raise $80,000. But at the end of the weekend um, – and, of course, we collected the money, and we, we gave her the money. But at the end of the weekend, we wrote her a check somewhere in the neighborhood of, like, $147,000. Wow. That weekend. Yeah. Sweet. And there were people who flew in from all over the world. There are a lot of, you know, a lot of, a lot of very avid Halloween fans and a lot of people who've got posters, you know, signed by John Carpenter and Nick Castle and Dean Cundy and, all, you know, on and on and on, PJ Souls. But to get that Jamie Lee Curtis autograph on your Halloween poster, this is the only place to get it, you know. So there were people. Yeah. I met a kid from France. I met a couple of kids from Japan. A couple of people from Germany that flew in for the. It was it was a crazy weekend. It was a lot of fun. And being her, her, uh, uh, her bodyguard, kind of there in the room, was uh, was an amazing experience. She's she's an amazing human being, and uh, we only had one quasi incident the whole weekend. Um, so, so everything went really, really smoothly, but that one incident was kind of crazy. There was a, oh, a lot of people bring butcher knives to have signed, to, to have signed by Jamie Lee Curtis. You know, a lot of people, mm-hmm. people bring machetes to have King Hodder signed, right? And if it's, you're dealing with Michael Myers, you got to have that big kitchen butcher knife, right? 
Right. Well, we realized yeah. early on we can't have people walking up in front of Jimmy Lee Curtis and just pulling out a big 12-inch butcher knife. We just couldn't have that happen. Yeah. So people had to give yeah. the butcher knife to the security guy before they get to Jamie Lee, and the, the knife went from the security guy to Jamie Lee's manager, then Jamie Lee signed it, and then they would hand it to me as the person came down off the three-foot riser to, to walk away, and I'd make sure that... So there was no holding of a knife in front of Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, there was this poor kid. He had to be maybe five-foot-five, probably weighed all of 110 pounds, and he gets up in front of her, and he's standing there with... He has his poster, and then he just reaches inside his jacket and pulls out this knife. Oh, and uh, <laughs> I go jumping up on stage. I grab his wrist that has the knife in it, wrap my other arm around his waist, and we go flying off the riser against a three-foot riser. And I'm a, I'm a large, portly man, and I landed on top of this kid. I completely deflated him. It was like landing on a beach ball. Um, <laughs> well, but, uh, once we got him breathing again, <laughs> he was fine. But uh, he just he had just forgotten. He was so starstruck by in front of Jimmy first, he forgot about the knife, and he didn't want to have to get in line again. Oh, wow. So he just pulled the knife up. She signed the knife, and everything was fine, but that was the only incident we had really all weekend. Um, it was wow. a great weekend. Gosh, that was back in – that was 2012. That was eight years ago. Oh, my gosh, we're so Man. old. Oh. Time flies. <laughs> Time flies. It does fly. Time flies. It feels like it was today. I feel like I was leaving work for my lunch hour, and I – and I worked with a bunch of guys because I worked in a, a, you know, a car shop, oil change shop, mm-hmm. a lube shop. I said, well, see you later, guys. I'm going to go talk to Jamie Lee Curtis somehow. And they're like, F you, Francie. But, of course, they didn't say F. <laughs> they actually said the word <laughs> because, you know, yeah. they're she's, – she's, she's a beautiful woman even to this day. Oh. She's, she's a beautiful woman. And I remember your, oh, yeah. your wife. Very oh my gosh, this is so beautiful mm. After people were getting their autographs signed She's like, oh my gosh, people are walking away With tears in their eyes As they're walking away This is amazing Yeah, she was she was so sweet Absolutely sweet and absolutely amazing And, uh, and you know, that's the one thing About these people, it's amazing That, uh, now obviously, Jamie Lee Curtis She's your classic screen queen, right? But, uh, mm-hmm. but you meet people like Kane Hodder and like Michael Behrman People who have played horrific characters on screen. Bloodthirsty, in fact, Kane likes to brag that he's killed more people on screen than probably anybody else, and he's probably right. Um, but when you meet him in person, he is a very, he is a gentleman. Um, he is, he is an, he's an intimidating presence because he's Kane flipping hotter, but uh, such an amazing human being. And it's amazing that you meet these people at these conventions who, Play these bloodthirsty, terrible, terrible, terrible people on screen, and you meet them. They're just they're just big balls of sweetheart in real life. Hey, can I tell yeah. you a story can about I... him? I see. Can I tell you a story that I've seen about Kane Hodder that I've seen at a convention that's called Motor City Nightmares up here in Michigan? Sure. A, a sure. little kid was dressed like Jason with a machete, plastic machete and a mask and everything. He he was probably you know couldn't have been more than four years old, if that. He went up mm-hmm. and hugged Kane Hodder. It was like a, it was just a nice scene because Kane lifted him up and he he hugged Kane Hodder, you know. And Kane picked him up and held him and they took pictures of him. But he was hugging Kane Hodder like this is my guy, this is my hero. It was like <laughs> it was just a sight. It was just it was really heartwarming. I mean, just to see this big dude that killed all these movies and all these people, these movies, and this little kid was just you know, and he just was he treated him like you know, hey, hey, do a little buddy, you know. And it was just yeah. It was, Something to see. That's the type of mm-hmm. guy he is. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I, I tell you, I, I uh, was um, uh, I did an interview with uh, Cassandra Peterson, Elvira, for Horrorhound Magazine, and the, the the first night that I met with her to kind of set out, set all this up um, was a Thursday night right before one of our Horrorhound weekends. And uh, so I go to meet her at the hotel. We're going to have dinner, kind of kind of lay out this this uh, interview we're going to do for the magazine. And Kane Hodder happened to be eating dinner in the same. He was staying in the same hotel, so eating in the same restaurant. Well, well, Kane Hunter picks up his cheeseburger and comes down. He goes, mind if I join you guys? And he just sort of plops down and joins us. And um, <laughs> he pulls out the, the, sec- the second edition of his book, his autobiography. He's pretty excited. He goes, this, this new version has the pictures of the burn because, you, know, you know, he's horribly mm-hmm. scarred from, from a, a terrible burn accident. And this, this new edition had the pictures of the burn. He's kind of passing them around the dinner table, and we're looking at it. And, yeah. and uh, Cassandra – Peterson pipes up and she goes, yeah, Kane, I, I know how that feels. He looks at her and she goes, yeah, I'm, I'm a burn victim too. And of course he kind of holds his arms up and he's like, yeah, Cassandra. Now she goes, no. And she, she pulls the, the, the she's wearing a very loose fitting sweater. She pulls the collar down off over her shoulder and her, her shoulder and her entire back is, is third degree burned. Uh, like, like oh, uh, wow. you know, burn tissue. Oh, yeah. I remember reading that about um, her. Yeah. 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 So I got this. So she's telling Kane the story about when she was two years old. She, she pulled some boiling water off of a stove. Her mother was boiling eggs for Easter, and she pulled the boiling water into herself. Uh, she had third, third degree burns and over like 35% of her body. They, they actually had to go, and, and I hate to be too graphic here, but the, they had to cut her eyes back open because they sort of, the skin oh. sort of melted close. They had, they had to get tissue and rebuild her neck. Um, and uh, she was the first, re- the first child recipient because at that time, if you were burned more than 30% of your body, they just kept you comfortable because okay. some kind of infection was going to set in and you were going to die. It, it was just a known thing. Oh, wow. But, but she was the first child recipient of a new medicine called penicillin uh, that was oh. just available for kids. Oh, wow. And, and now uh, – so, so Kane was listening to the story. And, uh, you know, Kane, we're talking Captain Macho, right? And this guy is alpha oh, male yeah, yeah. through and through. Oh, yeah. He's, he's listening to this story, and, he, and he's, he's getting kind of glassy-eyed. And uh, his, his chin starts quivering. And he looks at her, and he goes, you're like me. And just to see that much humanity, that connection, he gets up and walks over to her and starts touching her burn scars. And uh, they, they connected on this thing. And, of course, Kane, he just uh, – you know, his true humanity came through, and it was, it was a beautiful, sad, but beautiful thing to see. Of course, he tried to convince her to start going to burn uh, burn units and hospitals with him because he travels around the country visiting burn units, you know. So I don't know if they ever made that oh, happen. But, hey. but as far as uh, Sinister Knights are bringing him down, we're going to try to get him, to one, get him into one of the burn units in uh, Miami, Florida uh, on Halloween Day. I um, think that might be kind of oh, bad. We cool. need that to work out. So, yeah. That'd be cool. That'd yeah. Yeah, we yeah we we got we had the big hospital there, which is uh, Jackson Memorial. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know that would definitely be a good option uh, to, to uh, try to hit up for sure. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wait till this whole COVID thing passes over because right now I don't think anybody wants to talk about visitors to a hospital at all. You know, no, and especially with burn units who are very susceptible to any kind of germ or bacteria or anything. You know, so. We're going to wait until this yeah. gets a little further down the road, and we'll start approaching about you know options that we have. But uh, anyway, and Kane, hey, Kane's all for Hey, Jason, can I tell you another Kane story? I, I, I actually have a Kane story. Okay. Bring him on. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, that last 
convention we were on uh, that we were at, uh, William, I believe that you, I had to keep bringing the guests out to come talk because they didn't oh, have yeah. yep, internet. Yep. So uh, Kane was there, and all weekend I was watching him. He was like diagonally from my table, and I think he mm-hmm. kept feeling my eyes on him, but his table was always so busy. And then finally the last day, he was packing up. He was ready to go. And I was like, can I take a picture with you? He's like, well, come on over here and sit down. And he Mm -hmm. took a bunch of photos. And then Nick was like, can I take some photos too? And he he took the time. He he took the little bit of time to – it was just a little bit of his time. But, you know, he he wanted to leave. But he took the time and he took a bunch of photos with us. And we thought that was really cool. He wanted to leave, but I was staring at him the whole weekend. And I'm like, I've got to talk to him. I've got to talk to him. I've got to talk to him. And then finally I was like, I'm doing it. And I just sat down next to him and I said, can I take some photos with you? And I thought he'd say, well, it cost you $20 a photo, but he didn't. He was like, yeah, let's do it. You know, he was like really sweet about it. He's an awesome guy. And he took photos. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, if he he was going to say $20 a photo, I thought uh, you were going to be like, Nick, can I borrow eighty dollars? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm taking a bunch. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, I do have someone on hold. Okay. Jason, I believe okay. you talked right. to her before. Have you ever talked to my niece, Michaela? I'm not Little sure. Young I niece. may have. Yeah, yeah, I think you have. Uh, uh, she said she wants to call in, and she's been listening this whole time. Now, um, Jason. Tom, William, mm-hmm. you guys experienced yep. her. He likes to talk. Yep. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me too. But before yes, I bring on, Jason is, is, I told her, I said, I'm not bringing you on until Jason has done everything. He Is there anything else you would like to uh, push before I bring her on? You know, I just want to repeat that the uh, quarantine film competition Ends in about 10 days. So uh, if you want information on that, go to SinisterNights.com. Scroll down to you see the quarantine label and click on that and give you all the information. But we're looking for real do-it-yourself. Shoot it on your, on, your, on your cell phone. Edit it with some kind of free software. It doesn't really matter. Just get it submitted, and we're going to have a lot of fun with these. And then, you know, if you're going to be in South Florida on the weekend of Hall- or Halloween, yeah, come on down and check out uh, Sinister Nights and the Sin Film Fest. That's that's really now, about it, guys. She's in Columbia, South Carolina. She might try to make it out there. She's not well, far you from you. There you go. All right. Nice little hop, skip, and a jump. So that's not too bad. Yeah. Oh, wait. We also got a, wow, we got, okay. Wow, we got another caller. Hold on. Oh, okay. Okay, Kayla. Four oh seven, I will pick you up in just a second. Kayla. What's up? Can y'all hear me? What's up? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, What's we up? can hear you. Yep, we hear you. Hi Kayla. Hey hey. Hi Kayla. Uh, hey, I'm definitely going to that core convention, even if I have to like I'm taking off of work. I always take off of work for Halloween anyways. So just Well get on down here. Yeah, we're gonna have some fun. Yeah, go yeah, for it. Come on down. I'll save you with coffee. Yeah, there's really not a lot of, like, horror conventions down here that are, like, good horror conventions, like solid ones. 
around here. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool that you're doing that. Well, we're we're looking forward to it. It's about time that South Florida got some got some horror love, and uh, we'd love to yeah. have you come on down. Yeah. And that movie, do you think? Because you're you're interested in going into movie and film and writing, do you think you might want to submit a film? I mean, I just have to have time because I'm always working, but I'm I'll definitely try and like whip up something and send it in. Well, you should. You should. Yeah. And like I said, we're yeah. we're getting film submissions from people who obviously are not filmmakers, but they're having a lot of fun doing it, you know? And uh and it's going to be viewed by uh, several iconic people in in horror. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think that's really cool because like there's not a lot of Jew right now and a lot of people, at least a lot of people that I know are like I'm going crazy. There's nothing to do, and mm-hmm. this is just a, this is just give somebody a really good reason to be like, you know what? Let's just do it. Let's just have fun. Let's just go and mess around and see what we can do. Exactly. Uh, exactly. I love the attitude. That's exactly what we're wanting. Precisely what we're wanting. Yeah, because it's like better. Um, you know, I, I, I think you should do it. I think. I think you could do it. I, I, I say go for it. Yeah, yeah do it. I agree. Like an outlet, instead of like going out and getting in trouble because there's nothing to do and possibly hurting other people, just stay home, make a film, submit it, you know, exactly. do something. Yeah, exactly. That's, 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 that's what we're hoping for. That's what we're hoping for. So yeah, submit yeah, a I, film. I'll tell you what, Kay, Kayla, I'll, 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 I'm gonna raise uh, I'm gonna raise the ante with you a little bit because uh, you and I have talked about writing projects a couple times and uh, some of the other episodes. So I'll tell you what I've never done anything in the way of directing or uh, camera making or anything like that. I've always been strictly behind the scenes, more script writing or writing books. So if you make a movie, I'll make one too. Okay. Oh, there you go. Oh. It's a twofer. Two for one. Now there's your offer. I love it. How's the writing going, Kayla? Uh, it's, <laughs> good. I, it's great. I've gotten uh, well, I've gotten five solid chapters, and I think, and I got three rough draft chapters that I'm just like jotting down. Well, that's cool. Good. That's good. good. Keep going. One, one thing I can say is this is definitely one ambitious young girl right here. <laughs> She always was. Awesome. She loves music. She she loves writing. She loves movies. She loves television. Well, that's oh, good. I mean, Morris. Sorry, you know, ambition is what's going to help her push push through the projects. So, you know, keep going. You're you're on a you're on a roll. More okay, the merrier. Guys, we got we got some more callers. Kayla, hold on tight. All right. Okay? Cool. I'm hanging up on you. Okay, I told 407 we're going to pick him up. Uh, hi, hello. Hello, 407? Hi. Hi. Uh, I just want to say um, I've never been in a horror film, but I, I have been in a couple films myself. And uh, I really would like to be in a horror film. Well, yeah. Uh, where, where do you live? 
Uh, I live in the uh, Central Florida area. Okay. Well, you know, Absolutely. there's a lot of there are there are a lot of filmmakers in the Central Florida area. In fact, uh, if you're on Facebook, look up the Florida. I'm going to get the name of it for you right now. Um, one second. There is a couple of Facebook groups for Florida um, horror and filmmakers. Why, why are looking? And why are looking at that, Jason? Uh, I, I can also chip in a good recommendation as well, too. Um, although I will admit I'm biased on this one, uh, 407. I'm a, I'm a I'm a recent alumni and graduate, but uh, also uh, network around with uh, members of uh, Full Sail University because they also absolutely the yeah, Full Sail. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I usually yeah, because, uh, directors online because the movies I've been in so far it was like um, Sorority Sister Six and like um, the Pizza Boy Returns and like movies like that, you know. Okay. And I, I had a lot of fun being in those. Uh, my favorite was um, Hospital Sluts Four. That was a good movie. To, it was a great set, <laughs> great cast, like fun people to yep. be with. And uh, yeah, Howard Stern's Penis. Excellent. Oh, there you go. Good choices. There you go. So. But yeah, yeah. Get on Facebook. There are several groups here in Florida that that are for filmmakers, and that's that's a great place to network and, and get out, with, reach out to filmmakers. And in fact, there's a there are a couple of films right now that are being shot in South Florida. But uh, I'm not sure exactly what's going on in Central Florida. We have had some submittals from horror filmmakers from the kind of Orlando, Tampa kind of area. Um, so yeah, they're out there, and I'm sure they're looking for crew and and actors all the time. So get out there and do it, man. I, I, I recommend it. And I tell you, being in horror movies, there is nothing more fun than scaring people. Um, and uh, when you can orchestrate a really good kill on screen, it just, it is so satisfying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, sounds that sounds terrible to say, but, but orchestrating Definitely. and pulling off a really good kill on screen is just very satisfying. So what's your name, man? You and I, and I, yeah. You know, and definitely good luck with it. So, you know, we hope to see you on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, he hung up. I see. Oh, penis. Oh, I get it. <laughs> All righty. Never then. mind. Okay, nine three. That's a good sound bite. That's, that's a great sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is. It took so me a second so- to get it, and then when. You were talking, and he said penis, and I'm like, oh. So that's oh, what you need to do to get into a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Horror. Yeah. Horror, not horror movie. Yeah. Horror, horror, not horror. Horror, horror. horror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jason, you were a great... You were you were definitely a great sport with that one. Okay, I, I swear I had nothing to do with that call. Uh, nine three seven. Have you been in porno? Uh, well, very close to it. I've been in space babes from outer space. Oh, Yo, my friend Justin Ord. What's going on, brother? How you doing? This is my brother in arms, Justin Ord. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm glad okay. you oh, goddamn. You're welcome, man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, Justin uh, was in a well, Justin was in a movie with me, uh, Space Babes from Outer Space. That uh, we not a horror movie, uh, a space no. comedy, kind of like, kind of like if uh, you took the movie Spaceballs, and if the people who made like National Lampoon's Animal House were to make Spaceballs, that's kind of what nice. Space Babes from Outer Space is. Uh, yes, lot, yes. Lot of, lot, 
Yeah, a lot of a lot of sex, a lot of like '80s sex humor, um, but uh, very charming at the same definitely, time. It but, was uh, it, it was definitely a throwback type style film, and uh, definitely a uh, it was a fun film to make and to be a part of. So. Oh, we had a blast. Uh, we had a blast. But to the person that it, did call before me, even though it sounded kind of like a prank or whatever, you know, if someone wants to get into film, the best way to do it is to network with people. You know, find the people that you have something in common with, like horror. And a good example of that networking would be coming to Sinister Nights, you know. And, uh, you know, that, that horror genre is going to be represented, you know, very well there with all the uh, Absolutely. Uh, celebrity guests, you name it. And, you know, you, you'll get the chance at almost at any horror uh, convention, but like Sinister Nights, you know, you will have that chance when you go to that vendor's table to talk with them and talk with the actors and the celebrities, and they'll answer questions like that themselves, too. They'll be like, well, this is how I started, you know, and they'll give you an example, and, you know, that's a good, you know, uh, way to start yourself is, you know, find out what the celebrities did to get to where they're at and follow that same path, you know. There you um, go, buddy. Yeah. 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 Not, not but anywhere price, that, always anywhere that Jason Hignite, Anywhere that Jason Hignite goes, uh, you know, he he turns to gold. You know, he's a King Midas uh, in the positive way. And, uh, you know, uh, as soon as I heard he was going to be on here, I've never called him before. I'm, you know, I, I think I've heard the show probably once or twice uh, in the past. But, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not a regular. But, you know, if he's going to be on it, I, I need to talk him up. This man here was the one person, you know, as a horror fan, as a person that's a fan of film myself, um, I didn't know how to get my foot in the door. You know, I, I knew what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it, but I didn't have, I didn't know anybody until I met Jason, and he was like, hey, there's this film going on, why don't you come down, you can stay at my house. And that's a really good way to network with people. You know, you network with them, you grow close to them, and they become family. Friends mm-hmm. become family, and uh, horror genre brings all of us together. And uh, Jason was my uh, key person to uh, make me, you know, fill that yeah. void of not having that that tribe, that family. Jason's the one that built that. So wherever Man, he goes, you know, it. it's awesome. Okay, I'm done. Then. People, okay, people, so, people, uh, people are gonna think I put people gonna think I put you up to this, Justin. <laughs> think, but you didn't. You okay, and I <laughs> and I swear, everybody, I, every you know, I swear to you guys, he didn't pay me anything yet. And, I mean, anything. And uh, no, he's not gonna. Yeah, he's not gonna pay me a thing. I will never. I am the type of person to never accept anything like that. I speak from the heart, and if you truly know me, you know what I said is 100 percent truth. And you guys have a great show, especially having a guest like Jason Hignite. I, I applaud you guys. That's awesome. But uh, all right. Well, you guys have a wow. great one, and I'll just back out from here. And you know, I, I can't wait to see you at Sinister Nights on you know Halloween weekend. That's going to be amazing. I'm looking time. so forward to seeing you, Justin. Man, yeah, get your butt down here, brother. Got to see you, man. I will. Justin's I will. been my right, oh. Justin's been my right hand guy. Uh, with, with the Horror Hound all the years. Well, a, a lot of the years I was with Horror Hound. Justin was my right-hand guy. In these so, man, it's good to hear you, man. I'm really glad you called in, brother. Thanks, man. Hey, hey, God bless, guys. Totally. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> man, that was – I almost cried. That was, that was touching. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, but, but he seems to, that's well, you know, 
indeed. Yeah, but they see that, but that's good though. So um, take a deep breath, count to count to five. Don't say ten because you know, we should still have some time on the show. I think I'm gonna make it. I think I'm gonna make it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, you, you got this. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, but, but but you see, but but see, Justin's a great great example of you know these horror conventions are important to people for a lot of different reasons. It's more than just meeting you know uh, celebrities that you wanted to meet or people that you've idolized in certain films or going to a vendor hall to pick up some cool T-shirt. You know, you get to uh, horror conventions are those uh, is one of those places where where you don't feel like such a weirdo because you're surrounded by other weirdos, people who are into horror and into the stuff that you're into. And you go to these things year after year, and it becomes like a family reunion. These people become your tribe, your family. And uh, I know mm-hmm. we're kind of joking. We're kind of using that in a joking yeah. standpoint. But uh, the, these things become very important to people who, who uh, you know, are, are maybe, maybe don't quite totally fit into, like, normal everyday society, quote, unquote. Uh, but you get to a horror convention, and you're, you're with your people. And uh, so that's oh yeah, that's again, so that's true. Part, of what, part of what we're trying to do then here for South Florida is build that tribe, man. So and, I mean, and, yeah. embrace the weirdness. Embrace, yes, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Man, I'm so glad that Justin called in. That's awesome. Hey, where where did Francie go? She is she blowing her nose? What's she doing? I'm right here. I'm Probably right went here. Probably to the bathroom. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey, Jason. <laughs> hey, Jason. I was going to uh, tell you this other Kane story was uh. He, we were we were standing talking to him and Tiffany Sheppes at Nightmares another time, and mm-hmm. he, uh, he was we were talking and you know about counting movies and things. I go, well, us, us guys that play the villains, the bad guys, and the heavies, and the monsters, we're the good guys. We love our fans. We're you know we're good. We we're the good guys. We in real life, we're we're the good, decent, fun-loving people and everything, and we enjoy people. He goes, it's the comedians that are the assholes. And Tiffany Shepard spoke up and goes, that is so true. That is so true. I dated a comedian for a year and a half. He was the biggest asshole I ever met. It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Bluffing. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's so true. It's so true. It's, you know, I talked to, uh, I, think it was, I think it was Bill Mosley I was talking to one time, and he, you know, Bill Mosley is one of those guys like, uh, like Robert England. There, there are a few of these guys that are they're very well-educated. And we're talking mm-hmm. about these guys graduated from places like, like Yale and Princeton. I mean, they're very well-educated, very highly educated people. And they're very intelligent people. Um, and they get, but, again, they play these horrible, horrible, terrible things on camera. But, but Bill said, Bill Moses, he said, man, it's so fun to be something that you're not, to be something that is completely yeah. antithetical to everything you are in your normal life. And you just get to shed all of the intellectualism and the, the social politeness and the whatever, and just be this terrible, awful thing while you're working on this film. And I, I, I could, I could appreciate that. I'm sh- quite sure, you know, uh, but you look at people like Robert oh, England. You know who, what's funny? And I'm, what's that? Mr. Bean, Rowan Atkinson said the same thing. They did an interview with him and they said, we spent time with you and you are mm-hmm. so different off camera. And he's like, exactly. I get to be somebody I'm not. And he said, I get mm-hmm. to be rude, I get to be obnoxious, and thank goodness for my children that I don't really act that way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, so it, now, even with comedy it. and horror, it, it, it mm-hmm. makes sense. 
Yeah. It's all, and, plus, yeah. I think they're more appreciative of their fans, too. I think the horror guys, they just, you know, because at one convention, I see D. Wallace every year. I see Fiend Hodder almost every year, the same one. And it just mm-hmm. seems like they have a deeper love, appreciation, uh, well, the, you know, the connection with uh, their fans. Horror now, is um, a unique. Horror is a unique genre because, other than horror and sci-fi, name another genre of film that has conventions. You don't see rom-com conventions, you know. No. Uh, you, you don't see drama conventions or comedy movie conventions. <laughs> I mean, they may have had them, uh, and, and I've been told that. Twilight convention, thank well, you know, I, I was told that I was, well, that told me that they were trying to have well. a Western convention, and I would have loved to go. To, I'd love to go to a Western convention, Western movie convention. But but horror and sci-fi touches people in a in a way that that no other genre does, and it really plays mm-hmm. into your very primal stuff, you know. So when you connect with something in horror, um, it's a deep connection, you know. And uh, when you get to meet these people, and yeah, the, the any any it's horror legendary. actor that's worth Mm-hmm. That's yeah. worth his or her salt knows the only reason that they are anything is because of their fans. The only reason they are anything at all is because of their fans. Yeah. So, and most of them do. I've heard them say that too. Mm-hmm. I've heard them say that. Yeah, and you know, and, and I'll admit this much. Um, I, I know for myself, uh, I, I, I was very fortunate to meet uh, Riku Browning uh, twice. Oh, uh, Riku, yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, ironically enough, the uh, you know the second time I actually, you know, I was kind of killing two birds with one stone. I, I convinced one of the local papers to uh, actually cover the uh, ticket prices, and I would write the uh, article about the convention for them. <laughs> so, <laughs> there you truth go. be told, I just yeah, truth be told, I couldn't afford the ticket. So I was like, hey, listen, I'm an I'm an author. Uh, you you want you want some coverage? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> hey, but, since uh, you've done a work. Yeah, I was surprised. Sometimes that works. <laughs> but you know, you go to these horror sure. conventions, and especially, and I was very blessed to get a chance to start to work with these horror conventions. And you get to have these stories when you get to meet these celebrities, and then you get to meet them kind of behind the curtain a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I think one of my one of my favorites is uh, 2000, uh, 2010. <laughs> uh, we did a 48-hour uh, uh, horror-hosted uh, online. Uh, movie extravaganza. We we hosted movies for 48 straight hours. Each movie was hosted by a different horror host. Now at that particular show, we had Elvira at the show, and we had George Romero. So right in the middle of this 48 hours, we were going to screen Night of the Living Dead, and have George Romero and Elvira co-host the film. <clears throat> but uh, wow. when it gets to the night of the thing, and we and we didn't have this all really didn't have it exactly worked out. But so that night, I I, I approach. Cassandra, she's getting ready to leave her table and say, hey, listen, Cassandra, she's in her Elvira garb. I'm like, hey, would you mind jumping back here? We're doing this 48-hour thing. I want you to host Night of the Living Dead. She's like, oh, I really want to get in my costume. I'm like, yeah, but we want you to host it with George Romero. And she goes, George is here? I'm like, yeah. She's like, I've never actually met George Romero. I'm like, what? Well, go back to this room, and we'll bring George back there. So then I go, and I talk to George. I'm like, George, would you mind hosting Night of the Living Dead? He goes, oh. I'm like, well, you're going to host it with Elvira. And he goes, Elvira? Elvira's here? I'm like, yeah. I've never actually met Elvira. <laughs> so, so we take him back to the room, and, this, and here I am. I'm, I'm just Jason Hignite. Who the hell am I? I'm standing next to George Romero and Elvira, and I get to say, Mr. Romero, meet Elvira. Elvira, George Romero. Wow. 
and I stood back and watched. I, wow, wow, that's sweet. Just, it's amazing. Oh, oh. Yeah. I think they're fans of each oh. other work too, so that's you know that's cool too. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and I got I got to thank you, Jason, because you got us Cassandra on the show. You were like Cassandra yeah. will be on the show, and I'm like, you're fucking kidding me. What? She's in a, she, I mean, though that, yeah, that, she, that she, and such, he's like, yeah, Elvira will be on the show. And here's what's funny. Uh, I mean, the '80s. Yeah, she was great. Nine. I mean, she was a great guest. And yeah. he even said halfway during the show, she said, "Oh, the schnapps is kicking in," <laughs> which means that she was drinking. <laughs> But what was funny is that I was at work and I was telling all the young guys at work, I'm like, hey, I'm going to have Elvira on the show because they don't know her as Cassandra Peterson. They know her as Elvira. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to have mm-hmm. Elvira on the show. And all the younger guys were like, who I wouldn't even think that they even knew who she was because they were like 20 years younger than me. And they were mm-hmm. like, oh, can I be the boom mic guy? I can stand on the coffee table and hold the microphone. I'm like, oh, you do know who she is. They're like, yeah, no, yeah. Can I be your boom mic guy? And I'm like, she's not coming to my apartment. Aw. <laughs> I mean, oh, everybody wanted to bubble. Every guy that's 20 years younger than me knew exactly who she was. And... She was so modest during the show. She was like, I don't understand why people are so attracted to me. And it's like, because you were a woman who spoke up. You said things that all of us women wanted to say. Mm-hmm. And, and not you to had mention, big you love horror movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, she said she wasn't afraid to speak her mind. And that's what a lot of people liked about her. And they Absolutely. still like about her. I mean, if you go to one of her YouTube channels, she's got millions of views. Mm-hmm. She's a legend. Well, she's uh, yeah, and she and, well, she's, she's a very shrewd businesswoman too. You know, she owns the rights to Elvira. You know, and she she was hired to play that character by a TV station in Los Angeles. You know, mm-hmm. so that was not originally her character, but she fought for years to get the rights to that and then be able to monetize that for, for her. So she's also a very shrewd businesswoman. Which nice. is great though. I mean, God, you know, God, yeah, bless her. Why smart, she's funny, talented. Yeah. You know. And that's why she's so successful even today. And on yeah, top of it all, she looks so like that, which, wow. Yeah. I mean, we could just say that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I, showed, I showed the younger guys, too. I was like, well, here's some recent photos of her, and they were like, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. And That's she's still all they gorgeous as ever. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Michaela, you're you're quiet. Yeah, speak up. Uh, <laughs> there she uh, is. I didn't want to... <laughs> Hey, I'm I'm at work, so I was. Yeah, oh. you're you're in the younger generation. You know who Elvira is, don't you? Oh, heck yes. See, <laughs> just keeps going on generation <laughs> to generation, being passed down. But she's iconic. Pass the torch. 
You guys, guys we are on the after party count. Okay. We're, we're an after party? Yeah, we're cool. an after party now. So, yeah. Okay. So does that mean I can take my pants off? Yep. Yeah, you can take it's your pants really, off. It's party, party <laughs> at the hate night house. Go for it. And Elvira and Marticia Adams really kind of changed the way like women were presented on TV and in the media because like back then it was just like very like neat and mild, you know, like just typical housewives who, you know, did everything that she was supposed to, skated to your husband. And when they come out like they were like wearing like the sexy clothes, they spoke their minds, they weren't afraid to like mm-hmm. really kind of push the box and like open up the view for like women to like possibly do something else than just be like your typical like cookie cutter housewife. No, absolutely. You're exactly right. And you know, I, to add to that list, because you're exactly right, Morticia Adams, um, Elvira, but I got to give it up to, to the predecessor of even that is Vampira. And in fact, oh, Elvira yeah. would not even exist if it wasn't for Vampira, because the whole, con- the, the whole TV show thing that Elvira got hired for is they were trying to find the next Vampira. So Vampira blazed the trail for all of that. And uh, so got to got got throw out some, some credit to Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, n- I, mean, I never you know, realized. Yeah. What, what, are the, what are the other reasons why she's so immortalized uh, within the genre? I mean, yeah. uh, look, at, uh, who, look at the comic book uh, Vampirella. And, and you, you, you can exactly. kind of see the similar wardrobe and everything. Mhm. Yep. Well, I think. Hey, are you um, at work? I oh, think yeah, we're hearing all of her work. Now. It's very loud. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she's at work. <laughs> well, I'll, hey, I'll, listen. I'll, I'll, I put her on mute. She says she's on her way home, That's so maybe right. we can get her off mute for a little while. Yeah, I heard the yeah. nice. Well, job. She she always calls me at work. Because they're on quarantine in <laughs> South Carolina, so she's like, I'm so bored. <laughs> hmm Yeah. She works at well, a I'll restaurant. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> well, speaking of work, it is midnight here where I am now, and I'm going to be up in six oh. hours for work for day job stuff. So oh. I am going to oh, go boy. ahead and go to bed. But, Francie, it has been wonderful talking to you again, my dear. And uh, please been, have me back on again. It has been my honor like I said, I always stalk you. I've been waiting for it, and then Nick finally said a couple of weeks ago, he goes, you need to get Jason on the show ASAP. He's doing great things. And I'm like, I know, but I don't know if he's talking to me. So oh, I thought, hey, we're Nick, talking. you want to say goodbye to Jason before he goes? Yeah, I want to yeah, say hi and goodbye. <laughs> I've been listening. <laughs> there we go. Uh, you're doing awesome <laughs> stuff, Jason. Awesome stuff. Well, thanks. Listen, I really yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, I had to kick Francie's well, you know. ass uh, for a little bit, saying, Jason Ignite, you you had him <laughs> on your show before. Check out all the stuff that he's been doing. I've been checking you out a lot, too. So. I have, too, but I was just always afraid. I wasn't sure if he was talking to me tonight. <laughs> oh, we're, we're, yeah, we're all, we're all good. And, and, and we're, all, we're all doing amazing things in horror because it deserves to have people doing amazing things in it. And, uh, you know, we're having a lot of fun. And I tell you, i got to give a shout-out to, to uh, um, 
uh, all the stuff I do is largely with independent film. Um, I could go, I could wax poetically about how I feel about Hollywood produced horror in the last like 20 years. Um, I think a lot of the, the brilliant stuff has been coming from independent film and really most of it right. has been independent film. I mean, uh, John Carpenter's Halloween was an independent film. Toby Hooper's, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that was an independent film. Uh, Friday the 13th was an independent film. These were, these were all indie films. A lot of the great horror came from independent filmmaking. And, uh, and still today, instead of, a lot of Instead of studios butting in and telling you to change this, change this, we want it this way. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, yeah. no, yeah. no, no, no. We're independents. We don't, we don't do that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I, I, I love independent film. So, so anyone who is still listening or maybe catching this uh, a little later, um, if, if, there's, if there are horror film fests, in, actually, if they're just film fests, anything that, that, that's highlighting independently produced film, get out there and check it out. You're going to be blown away by the amazing talent that some of these young filmmakers have. Um, very fresh. And, and who knows, you might catch the next up and coming Steven Spielberg or the next up and coming, you know, John Carpenter or, or Wes Craven or whatever. You might, you might catch some of that early stuff from someone who goes on to be something amazing. So get out there and, and, and catch your film festivals. And uh, keep your eye on in magazines like Rue Morgue and Fangoria and Whorehound because they're always talking about these, this independently produced <clears throat> horror, and uh, it, it deserves your eyes because it's amazing stuff. Yep. You know, yep. And, that's all and I not to mention, yeah. you know, just you know, stay stay persistent, stay passionate, you know, and that'll keep that'll help uh, keep the fires lit. Absolutely. Definitely. Well, listen, you guys take care. I need to jump off. Me too. But uh, y'all stay in touch. Right. And uh, thank you so much, right. Francis, for having me back on. Well, thanks, Thank Jason. you, Jason, for coming on. Yeah. And tell yeah, your wife right. and your to daughter, say. I said, hey. Will do. <laughs> all right. You guys all take right. care. <laughs> Bye-bye. You too. Good night, everybody. Bye. Let's... Hold on. Let's see what Kayla's doing. Yeah. Hey. Is it still noisy? I don't know. You guys tell me because I'm kind of used to the hustling. Oh, okay. Well, it's a little quiet well, now. We're going to end the show. Yeah. All right. We're going to do a little bit of Hesitation Blues again. This was a great show. Thank you, Jason Hignite. Thank you, Tom Sawyer. Thank you, William Brower. You're welcome. Thank you, Michaela Weatherman. Hey. <laughs> And Ta-da. don't forget, next week, Mark Bishop, Comedic Arts, a.k.a. Cool. Minty Comedic Arts. It's going to be a great show, too. Not to not to be confused with Mentos Candies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. We are about to. She's about to cut us off, so let's do the Hesitation Blues. And don't forget to leave out the Cheetos and the milk for Willie Nelson tonight. All right. Good night. Woke up this morning looking for my shoes. Looked behind the trunk, found the hesitation blues. Lordy, tell me how long. Lordy, tell me how long. Will I have to wait? Will I have to wait? Can I get you now? Can I get you now? Must I hesitate?
chair Blues overtake me, rock away from here Lordy, tell me how long Lordy, tell me how long Well, I have to wait Well, I have to wait Can I get you now? Can I get you now? Must I hesitate? Just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.